I'll come back. 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 How many how many pesos are we getting for these ads? <laughs> so essentially nothing. Alrighty then. Uh, cool. Pre starts with a countdown, right? We'll do that then. Sweet. Radio. Um, five, four, three, two, and honk. Hello and welcome to the barcast, everyone. Where the bar? I don't know where the fucking bar is anymore, guys. Like I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Um, your bartenders for this evening are going to be which one of you turds is here? We have Alex underscore. Hello. We've got Enigmatic Otaku. Today's podcast has been brought to you by Blue Apron. We've got uh, Milk with us as usual. Wait, I thought it was Raid Shadow Legends. Oh, God. It's actually, and I am uh, Squarespace. And don't forget Curiosity Stream. Yes, that as well. And uh, Pencil and Priest are off probably in a magical land of uh, boning and wonder today. So you've got us. And today we've got a lovely guest with us. We've got the Vren, number 55, of course. Hey. The 55 is silent, but (laughs) you just call me Ah, me Vren. It's just pronounced Vren, then. Gotcha. He's obviously number one. Now, moving on, if anyone is just joining us for the first time, we are a user-submitted podcast where you tell us who you want to make miserable, you ask the questions that would make the guests miserable, and we relay those same questions to make the guests miserable for two hours or however long they can stand us. So starting off, we'll start off with just three questions we ask everyone, in which case, good sir. Who are you, and what have you done for this fandom? Hello, well, my name is Bren. I have written pretty much uh, a story known as Princess Celestia, the Changeling Queen. And, yeah, some, for some reason, people seem to like it a lot. And that's pretty much my big contribution to the fandom. Sometimes I go and uh, do uh, con, con the panels at my local convention, and yeah, that's pretty much all my contributions. <laughs> I just write a big fanfic. And it has two sequels now. A great fanfic nonetheless, I might add. Oh, thanks. Now, moving, moving to the next question. Let's see. Okay, but what's, pre, what's always pre second question? How do you. I know the, I know the third question. Uh, how did she get into the fandom? No, we already Thank you. That. Yes, that was uh, it. That was it. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> someone someone pays attention. <laughs> Uh, yes, someone does pay attention to you. Ren, how did you get into this fandom, this lovely degenerate fandom of ours? Well, actually, here's an interesting story. It happened that, um, so when I was in high school, I did something called, uh, basically a self-torture program known as International Baccalaureate, which is basically, uh, think, you want to torture yourself academically and do university level in grade 11 to 12. With a with crazy monster exam and extra philosophy project, so I was doing this program, and basically some of my friends were like stressing the hell out because you know yes we're smart, 
but we're also kind of dying inside. And so what happened was one of my friends introduced me to My Little Pony, and he said, this is a neat little show. I want you to take a look at it. I'm like, uh, okay. And then, but then I was like, you know what? I, I just need a break. I'm just like dying inside because, you know, studying like hell. It, it basically, to, to, to give me an idea of how stressed I was, I did not become this stressed until I started doing a master's program several years later. That amount of stress in high school basically meant that my bachelor's was to honestly, honestly a breeze. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what happened. And so I was so stressed, I was like, you know what, I just need any little bit of relief. And so I started watching my own body. And I'm like, I like this stuff. I'm beginning to really like this stuff. What is going on with this? Also, hi, there's some really high-quality fan fictions. And I've always loved reading fan fictions. Like, I started with Redwall. And then, because I was a Redwall fan when I was a... It's a kids anthropomorphic, anthropomorphic series yeah mm-hmm. that was P- that was pbs kids uh furry corner right there <laughs> i guess so yeah i remember watching that show when i was a child and i was like i found a book anyway, point is i got into the fandom because i like reading fan fiction and i wrote some fan fiction and i was like whoa there are some really good fan fiction here i think the first one i like fully read was someone crushed daily and the one i can really remember like, okay, yeah, I read Milo Dashi, and then I read Past Sins, you know, the big guys. And then I got in, and I started writing my own fanfiction, which was terrible, by the way, so please don't, oh my god, please don't read it. And I started practicing holding my craft, and eventually I just, like, one night, I guess I kind of went over the bounds of this question, but that's how I end up in the fandom. Very nice. So, yeah, just a little bit of encouragement from the universe. That's how it always is. It was just memes yeah. for me, so mm-hmm. it's a much better story than mine. And ah, lastly, the irony is that my friends are no longer pony fans, and I'm like the super fan because I'm actually the one who goes to cons and who actually like writes fan fiction. They don't. They just like what friend? What happened to you? what? What you're actually still writing pony fiction? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to cons. They're like, what? And you're paneling? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, ha. Huh. Okay, they're, they're fine. They're great guys. It's just that. They were, they were rather surprised. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And next, we are going to have the only the most controversial question for this set right here. One that has torn nations apart. One that has destroyed universes. One that is that no one should dare to ask, but we're going to do it anyways. Who is Best Pony? Who is Best Pony? Wow. Well, unfortunately, my record is kind of clear. Like, best one is Celestia or Twilight. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, that's it's basically in in what the stories I wrote. I mean, like, if you look here, I mean, look at like freaking my first story is called Princess Celestia the Changeling. Queen. Wow! Like, like, wow! Oh wait, by the way, drink up. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> Princess Celestia the Changeling Queen. Uh yeah, it's in the title. It yeah, I I, I like Celestia a lot. Um, not sure why. I mean, I guess a lot of it came from a reaction to a lot of Luna. But there was, in, in the early fandom, and I did a presentation actually on it, um, super recently at, a, at my local con, where basically I talked about, hey, by the way, this is so weird that we have, like, so much Luna at the beginning of the fandom. It was Luna and Rainbow Dash at the beginning of the fandom. And then I kind of reacted against it, I guess. Not that I dislike Luna. I still love Luna. But, like, I kind of got tired of Luna. And then I found, like, you know what? It's kind of, Celestia's kind of nice. Like, I, I really like Celestia. Like, I like her characterization. She's funny. She's nurturing. 
So yeah. in in short, you like mommy. Uh no, I let's <laughs> say a, I she's a mother figure. Not really. Like I guess I like like leaders, authoritative leaders, charismatic authoritative leaders, and that was always my vision of Celestia. You know, charismatic authoritative leader who knows how to let loose. And I guess because I did a lot of history, you see a lot of crappy leaders. And even the good ones are like kind of crap. And so just to have the unabashed like of a good leader that you can cheer on, who has clearly brought Equestria, at least up to this point in the show, uh, to that point in the show, which is like season two, um, to have such a, like a good leader who does so good for her ponies, not because, you know, she's self-interested, but because she does it because she wants to, was like, was really appealing to me. And so that's why I was like, yeah, Celestia! And so that's how, that's how that ended up. But... <laughs> Sweet. Mm -hmm. I like it, and I will definitely allow it. Celestia is best princess, aside from Luna, of course, but of course. she's still she's still best princess. Honestly, yes. I think that one thing that we really want to, I want to see more is more Cajun stories, because uh, Cajun's idea that princess of love, that is actually really interesting. And I've seen only a few stories where Cajun's has any development whatsoever. Celestia and Luna got a lot of them. Probably, yeah, of course. But Cadence really gets nothing, and it's sucky it, it, because of the way she was introduced in season two. Uh, anyway, that's my rant. Uh, I to, I'll stop myself before I go on a rant. But yeah, I, I love how in the movie Cadence's only highlight was getting owned super hard, super easily. Yeah, and it's stupid. It, it's just kind of like, ow! Oh, this could be a really fun character to play with. Like love, there's so many different types of love. I think the only person I've seen played with, and actually I haven't seen a good play. I only seen a few people who play with her like other attributes. What does it mean? To be, like Princess of Love. Anyway, pardon me. <laughs> no worries at all. So, well, you've answered everyone's questions there. Now, before to the uh, main body of the questions, this is just a little bit of a reminder and disclaimer to our lovely audience out there that they're free to ask any questions in the uh, in the Twitch chat right now. However, as per you, all rules that have always been in place are still in place. That hasn't changed, you little shit stains. So no <laughs> politics, no religion, no personally identifiable information. So we did have the, uh, the usual one from the Twitch chat already. Ah, yes. We, we do have a usual one, of course. And <laughs> that one's the one you posted in uh, behind the counter. Yeah. The other, other guy does ask, how neat is your dick? Not how big it is. How neat is it? I don't know what that means, though. That's the thing. Make an assessment. How convenient is your penis? Do you clean uh, under the foreskin? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I, I guess I do. Uh, what I, do you I, mean, you guess? <laughs> the question, to answer that question would be mean going to territory that I'm like, uh, do you, too much information, let's put it that way. Fair. Totally fair. So and it's like, saying... and you're putting it on YouTube, right? So it's not like I can take take back to that one. So uh, yeah, I would say <laughs> I think it's fairly neat. Reason why? No comment. <laughs> there, there you have another other guy. You, you will get no more. You will have no more interrogation ability over him. Now that being said, those rules established once more. 
we move on to the main body, the questions. And first one to start is Cody, the ultimate brony, oh, who simply asks, who is worst pony and why? Oh my god, how do I answer this question? Because I, I, re I read the questions beforehand, and I'm like, how do I answer some of these? Uh, who is worst pony? Um, I think that the pony that actually I, I, I have issues with the most and I hate to say this because someone's going to lynch me now. Probably Derpy is the one I have the most issues with. Interesting. Go it's, on. It is not because of her fandom or even can. It, I'm sorry, not because of her canon representation. I think Haslow did a very good job trying to diffuse the whole... Not diffuse... Like, there was no right answer they could have got. And yet they managed to make it so that they give a, a representation to Derpy that didn't piss anybody off too much. And yet was in character with her, like, her fandom characterization. And so what I find kind of sad about Derpy is that this is an interesting fandom character that could have gotten a lot more... I wouldn't say positive representation, but like as an author, I like... like there's certain storylines I like to see from something like this, a fandom character. And yet I've only seen like one or two stories that have decided to take her direction like a really dark... Not as dark, but more realistic pathway that makes a lot of sense. Um, uh, one of them I'll mention now is Sisters Do, uh, a very early on story with Derpy and which suggested that Derpy and Derry Do were sisters. That was a fun one. Um, and actually really interesting, though it had its own flaws, but it was a really cool story that really took, tried to really take the direction of, okay, this is Derpy. This is her character, finding characterization. Let's go and make it an adventure story and make it amazing. Also, give her agency. Like, that's so, yeah, that's the one thing I have an issue with Derpy. She, right. As her representation in the fandom, she's come out the fandom's darling, but she never characterized as affecting the world around her. And that kind of disturbs me a bit, because every character I try to make, even the supporting characters, have to have like an influence on the story. And I would prefer if they did. And yet her fandom representation themselves don't really have that like that type of agency. She's just kind of the the cute darling. And it's like yeah, but, 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 but she's more than that. And so that kind of annoys me. That's why I say she's the worst pony. Not because she's not even a bad character. It's just, or not, especially not in canon. But like her, like the fandom representation is like, uh, why do we just fawn over her without really giving her like a personality? So it's essentially that the fandom as a whole has kind of squandered her potential. Oh yeah, I think sense. so. I definitely think so. <laughs> Sorry. Mm. I, and not I'll to hate on anybody. Agree. Just, yeah, I'll agree completely. Like, I mean, like I never understood the idea of like you know, Derpy necessarily being like, like I sort of took issue that the fact that a lot of people actually portrayed her as legitimately retarded. Like, I'm not sure. Like, I'm not sure that's what the show was trying to portray there. Oh, like they portrayed. They portrayed. I have had a good story that portrayed her as legitimately retarded, and then talk about like. The, the problems and the struggles that she had to go through being re literally retarded. Like, okay, like, see, like, that makes sense, but yeah. like, it, seems, it seemed like people <sighs> were like, using her for... Uh, oh my god, yes. Oh, god, I... relief, And I'm like, I don't think that's the case. I think she's completely, totally functional pony, but I think because of whether it's eyes or something else, that she's just more clumsy. That's just how I see it. So... Yeah. Sorry, I, sorry. I was just watching them. <laughs> sorry, you know, look, pardon me. Uh, 
hard made the behind the counter art. <laughs> Sorry. I I always I always liked the 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 the. the, the the portrayal that she is uh, Dinky's mother and that she's actually like a really good mom, despite her shortcomings. Oh yeah. Um. Oh, I would. I. I'm gonna drop another thick, thick right here. Uh, Room Soldier Dance. Um, the Chronicles of Prince Blue, Blue Blood. Uh, one of the best like Blue Blood and Derpy stories out there. That like takes this idea that Der, Der, that Dinky Derpy's not like a really, not necessarily not necessarily like a normal by the book by the books pony. But like actually gives her like character, and it's really fun, and it makes it charming. It, like seriously, Room Soldier Dan is like one of the best authors. Like, oh, have, have you interviewed him yet? Totally interviewed him. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> totally fair, but suffice to say, yes, this is a call to action that doesn't matter where we are in the fandom right now. Everyone listening out there, write more quality derpy, please. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Please. Oh, letter. I'm sorry? I will gladly read it. There you go. I did one derpy fic, and that was it. So. I, I I demand more derpy, quality derpy clock fix. That's essentially all I created. Just one, because I said why not. Mm-hmm. At any rate, though. So, we do have another we do have another question from the chat, who Prime Soaring J he asks, question, do you think of a, can you think of a song like a theme or anthem that makes you think of Alternia? Oh, wow, that's a... Uh... My... Okay. Uh, you clearly have not read my story. Uh, Alternia is, in short form for all the people who have not read my story, is... You didn't do the uh, homework, Milk. Yeah, is... <laughs> fair, fair, no, fair enough. It's a, it's... Like how long? Oh my god! I wrote that seven years ago. Um, Alternia is Princess is AKA Celestia. She's basically in my story. I had it so that a thousand years ago, when Nightmare Moon and Celestia got into their sister tiff, uh, Nightmare Moon smashed Celestia so hard she was like totally wounded. And so, even though Celestia banished Nightmare Moon, Nightmare Moon basically meant kind of doomed Equestria. Except shenanigans occurred, and by coincidence, Alternia, Chrysalis's sister, got. Over, like, not to say overthrown, like, she got in, caught up in a coup. Got teleported to exactly where, you know, the sister's, the sister's castle was. And then the two sisters were like, crap, we are, like, we both failed. But Celestia was like, hold on a second. Why don't I, why don't you raise a son? Because, you know, you can get all the love. And then you can raise a son. Because, like, I cannot, like, stay alive. I'm going to go hibernate for, like, a thousand years to recover. And so, so Alternia takes over and becomes Celestia. Yeah, and she rules the Equestria for about a thousand years until, like, times, and the royal wedding occurs. And so that's the premise of our story. And the premise, and the whole story starts off when, hey, surprise, love level smashes Alternia in, in the face. And she's revealed as a changeling. And she has to convince everybody that, you know, I'm a changeling, but I've also been Celestia all, the t- all this time. So yeah, that's the part of my story, and that's who Alternia is. So okay, back to theme of story. Who is? Oh my god, theme of story. Who's Alternia? Ah, uh, hold on a second. Let me quickly YouTube something, and I'll quickly uh, put it in the chat so that they can actually. I think it was Colin my edge for a long time ago. Who this theme for Twilight that I really kept identifying with Alternia for some reason. Twilight. Uh, da, 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 da. This one. Where, where, where is it? Where is it? Not Colin Maestro. Okay, I forgot, I forgot one. I, I remember a long time ago. I read. 
piece of music that um that I was like, oh damn, this is a, like alternative theme. But it was like a pony creator music. It was based off the you know the when Celestia was crowning Twilight and making her ascend into Alicorn. Mm. Yeah, that yeah. that one. Except I can't remember for the love of me who actually did that music. I just like downloaded it off of YouTube, saved it into my iPhone, and I have no idea what do you call what do you, what's it called. And so that would probably be that that theme. Ah, there it is. Oh, it's about melodic money. Okay, next right. Here it is. Da, 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 da. I will post it in chat. Oh, can I post it in Twitch chat? Or should I post it in like background chat? Uh, either. I say right. either is a good idea. Yeah, if you put there it behind the counter, I can copy it into Twitch chat. Oh well, the the other way around. <laughs> Oops, I did the other way around. There you go. That's the theme I think I was going. Uh, did we skip? Did we skip a question in Twitch chat? By the way, I think Riddle of Lightning had a question for him. Does Ren have an OC? We didn't get to that one, but yeah, there you go. Uh, do I have an OC? Actually, I did, and then I didn't. <laughs> so, a lot... Uh, no, like, I didn't see the point. I'm just red. I, I had this post OC that, that was like, yeah, but I didn't actually ever use it, and I didn't really identify with it, so I just ended up with, I'm red. Here, here I am. I write Princess Celeste Chain the Green, and so I don't have an OC. I guess if you can say this, identify... Ren as me. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not so. I'm not so certain if he's asking. Like, is he asking if it's like almost like a pony sona or something like that? Or is... I'm not sure actually. Oh. Ah. Uh, right. So if you had to draw something, give me. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I'll turn to you. Yeah. Pretty there you much. Go. There you go. I'll try to. Uh, um, yeah. Although it'd be, it'd be fun if you draw her with two little changes, uh, Mirage and Carrier, who are my new story, which you should totally read. Uh, yeah, I that's blink, a <laughs> I blinked and he did it already. There it is. Oh my god. <laughs> yep, there it is. Give me some. Give me some love. Ha <laughs> ha. That's that's great. Good <laughs> Freaking amazing. Uh, uh, sorry. What's the next question? <laughs> the next question. Well, that's all Cody Ultimate Brony had, and now we got the other other guy. Who simply asks, "How does this make you feel?" And it's loading up and behind the counter right now. How does this make you feel? <laughs> I don't even. How can? Sigh. Um. How does that make me feel? The second one looks like they're hiding from a from a domestic incident. You know what? That does. <laughs> it, that does what? That is what it reminds me of. It reminds me of. It reminds me of a G3 pony, to be honest, the first one. And the second one reminds me of hiding behind a domestic incident. And that's way too real because, like, uh, uh just my job, I, it's related to child protection. So I was like, uh, wow, well, yeah. yeah Big seriously. Mac hitting Sugar Bell again. Which uh, many myth is she hitting Big Mac? That's, yeah, there's a story right there. Granny Smith ate my car. <laughs> oh, God. Did, did Granny Smith kill the parents to make an example out of them? <laughs> oh, stop, that's dark. Granny oh, Smith God, drinks dark. and she becomes completely... <laughs> now, here's what story. happens when you eat a, when you eat a <laughs> That's a story all by itself. What really oh, happened God. to Applejack? She orchestrated <laughs> the accident. Out in public, Granny Smith is the sweetest, but in private, she's a fucking fat out of hell. <laughs> you know, there's such a really creepy um uh a theme in, in pony literature, in pony fandom literature, that Applejack gave birth to Apple Bloom. I, I, I've heard I, some stuff like that. Yeah, I've seen some of that. 
Yeah, that that I mean, not it's really not it's Applejack and Apple Boom, not Rarity and Sweetie Belle. The the interesting thing with Rarity and Sweetie Belle is that it suggests that a Rarity or Sweetie Belle were adopted. That that's a theme in probably not sure. I think I can't remember where I read that. It was weird. It, it's it's interesting the fandom particularly. Anyway, I think we better get to questions before we like I go off a tangent about like totally fandom trends because I again I just did a presentation in January on it at, I mean, at, at a convention. That's why I'm like I've been thinking of all these trends recently. So sorry about that. For like, no we still got time. For like the longest time, I assumed with a bunch of other people that Fluttershy was Scootaloo's mother. You know what? I have that, not heard that was that was a I've had. Oh my god, that's a lot. Because yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. correlation there was that Fluttershy is a weak flyer, and she passed her terrible non-flying genes down to Scootaloo. Oh yeah, I remember reading something like that. But then she left Scootaloo because it was like a it was like an out of wedlock, and then yeah, there was that whole creepy aspect to it because it's like. It, it, because I think the story that I read it was implied it was not. Entirely consensual. Ah. And that was like, what? I remember a story yeah. like that as well. It was re- like, it ends really nicely, but like, the whole build yeah. up to the whole situation is just like, oh my god, what the. There was, yeah. there was this one video I saw someone made where like Rainbow Dash is like consoling pregnant Fluttershy and she's like, you know, he's not coming back, right? Are you just going to raise this kid by yourself? <laughs> I remember that. Holy crap, I was hit my, my brain. Oh. Jesus. Jesus, indeed. Okay. Palpatine is not coming back. <laughs> Palpatine. Palpatine. Pa- Palpatine? Seriously? Oh, God. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus Christ, oh, my life. Oh, uh, Alrighty, moving on, then. We move on to questions from RK Striker, JK5. Three questions from him. First one being, what is your favorite non-MLP franchise? Oh, wow. Um, hmm, hold on. I have a lot. Uh, like a franchise is like a fandom, or like a franchise isn't just a thing I really keep going back to. Um, okay, so I have two actually. So first of all, as a like a book that I keep recommending people to read because he does not get enough attention. Uh, an Australian author known as Garth Nix wrote a series called The Old Kingdom series. It's basically about necromancers, rebels, but they're good necromancers. And this is basically a family of necromancers who has to keep the dead, you know, not alive. Shenanigans occur. Lots of dark imagery. He's a great atmospheric writer. Seriously read him. And he's got, like, some of the most diverse um, and strong... Like, you can tell I really like my strong female characters. But he actually has, like, a lot of variety in the strength of his female characters. And male characters, actually. That you do not see often in fiction. That right and now. so you really like. I, I I always recommend him. What to anybody who like says I want a new fantasy book? Yeah, read him. So yeah, read him first and then figure it out. The other one I really like to like the other franchise I really like and I kind of for some reason keep returning to. I, I have my Star Trek. I like Star Trek. I like my Star Wars. Uh, Star Trek more than Star Wars most of the time. Mm-hmm. And then like, for a long time I was a fan of um Tomorrow Pierce's fantasy works. Okay. Uh, yeah, strong female characters. Yeah, ha 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 ha. Very funny. Yeah, strong female characters, all that stuff. And but she has like a lot of fan fiction. That's actually really good fan fiction. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So yeah. that I mean that fandom I mean has a lot of very good fan fiction. So I keep reading a lot. Of them. 
So yeah, and so yeah, that's how, that's how what I that's why um, those are the franchises I really like. Um, yeah, and I keep returning to it. That's the thing. The ones I keep returning to, are like Star Wars, Star Trek, Star Wars. I have a love hate relationship with Star Wars. I think we all do by this point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, and the other one I do return to, I have a lot of anime I, I watch. Uh, I used to watch a lot of anime, and I used to write... I actually wrote a Fate, uh, a Fate Stay Night fanfiction a while ago, but I just kind of got... I crossed over Fate Stay Night with Lord of the Rings. Interesting. No. Yes, I did. I, 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 threw, Saber, I threw Saber into Lord of the Rings, and I was like, let's see what happens. Um, and then I shipped her. And then I shipped her with Boromir. Because my. Wow. Her, but <laughs> anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. This is no. She would be a total wife for Boromir. I'm just gonna say it right now. <laughs> Sorry. Ah, uh, it's like um. Anyway, yes. Uh, yeah. So that was the like that was a more well received one I wrote for like, and Redwall. Yeah, that was my earliest the earliest fandom I ever liked. Uh, and I did write a fanfiction with that. That was so bad. It was a Mary Sue. Don't read it. For the love of God. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are like, I, I do a lot. I dabble on a lot of franchises, but I keep returning to Pony. Very nice. Very nice. So then in that case, we move on to the next question. Number you? two, have you ever done anything for a non-MLP franchise? And I think you answered that. Question. Yeah. The third one is, question. I, yeah, the third one is one I have no context for. It's like, were you the one to shoot J.R. Ewing? Uh, yeah. Nope. I have no yeah, idea. So what the answer to that is no, and this looks like, yeah, this is some pop culture bullshit. I don't even it's know. It's pop culture memes, so in which case, yeah, I don't know the context. So, alrighty, then that goes, that yeah. does it for oh, RJ. Yeah, sorry about that. If you if you are in the chat, totally read RJ Strikers works because, like, he's a great guy, and, like, he has some, like, really, he has a really fun Star Trek one that I really liked. Totally read it. Yeah, yeah, hit, hit. Oh, he's a cool person. Oh, yes. All right. Then, in which case, we move on to the next one. We have Wanderer D, the, uh, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, who asks, number one, what is the most important lesson you've learned about co-writing? Putting your foot down, for the love of God. Um, oh, God, that, that's great. <laughs> putting your foot down. Um, no, because my second book in The Princess of the Changing was written with our co-author Zerzio, and he's a great guy. But I feel like sometimes, not because not because it was a bad idea, but because I wasn't at the level at the time to execute the idea properly, and we didn't, and I hadn't. Basically, the co-authorship has this weird thing where you like you know something's wrong, but you don't know like you have a situation where you know something's wrong, but you don't know how to describe it to your co-author, so you decide to go ahead with it anyway. And then you realize once you finish publishing it that oh crap, yeah that that was um yeah and so you could do two things you could either double down, which is what I did, mm-hmm. or you accept that you made a mistake. I did I I can only accept now that there are certain things like that book was a hard thing to write like oh my god the the comment section the comment section went to hell, like yeah the sequel to Princess Last Chain and Queen the comment section went to hell. Not that I blame them, but I kind of do because I feel like they also miss things that are kind of obvious. It, it, it's it's a weird... I've accepted the fact that I could have done things better if I put my foot down on certain decisions that were made and said, we need to reconsider this. And not because it was a bad idea, but I wasn't at the level to execute the idea properly. 
Right. The, the co-authorship went by. He came up with an idea. I was like, okay, yeah, we're, we're merge this idea, and I'm going to write it because, you know, I'm the better writer. So if it was like a – so not to divide not to divide the, the roles, but I was the one who was actually writing the dialogue most of the time and writing the exposition as well. And he was the one who provided the ideas for the villain, and for, and I was like, yeah, let's cool, let's cool, let's do this. And then, but part of it was like, okay, yeah, but you're coming with this idea. I think it's a cool idea. Some parts of me feel like it's a bit too weird for my taste, but I'm like, you know what? That's a cool idea. I should have put my foot down on certain no, things. Totally. Not that. And again, this is if he's watching this, I'm like, no, dude. I at the time, I was fully on like on board. It was just more like a niggling thing in my head that I was like, yeah, I'm not sure about this. And I should have put my foot down and said, no way, hold on a second. We need to think about actually how to do this. Yeah. It's always that's interesting, uh, it's always interesting yeah. also seeing two, uh, two distinct ways of writing, how they yeah. mesh and mingle together in a particular chapter. Yeah, so it, the, the, the mingling of writing styles wasn't so hard because I was actually doing most of writing. But uh, it was like the mingling of the words, uh, the, the worlds and the ideas that we were bringing because he was a fan of the Cthulhu and then Lovecraftian stuff. Which is why the second book got so dark. Gotcha. And understandably, I didn't know it very well, but I thought it was a cool idea. Even mm. even the part of me was like, I'm not entirely sure about it. And I should have said, no, it's not. That's my fault. <laughs> I should have said, no. I feel like we need to re, re, re not not by saying don't do it, but like figure out how to do it an easy audience in. I feel like I needed like ten more chapters of that book, even though it was already that long. I think I needed about ten more chapters to cover shit. Right. <laughs> so yeah, the director's cut of the book. That's what you need. Yeah, the director's yeah. uncut. Yeah, yeah. yeah. More like the director's lack of addition. It's like I, it's like I basically wrote. It's basically like I wrote Justice League, but I cut like the first half of the explanation about. Uh, about actually, I didn't watch Justice League, so that's not a good example. It's like I watched. It's like the. Um, uh, it was like a movie, but you forgot the part to establish why the villain is not just a typical villain. And I wish I should have, and I didn't plan for that. Well, if it's confusing, that means it's deep, and therefore it's good. Oh, gosh. Well, it wasn't confusing enough. (laughs) That's that's my maxim when I write, yeah. It was not confusing enough, unfortunately. So, uh, yeah, people (laughs) really got pissed off at that. Not necessarily for, like, all the best reasons. Again, this is not, I, I have come to my peace with that, is, like, there are certain things I could have put my foot down, but only I only know that to do it now. Yeah. In hindsight, that I should have put my foot down because back then I was like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Totally. Yeah. So yeah. It, it was unavoidable. Unavoidable. It was totally unavoidable. So I was like, ah, oh, well. So yeah. Again, Zerv, if you're watching this, <laughs> I'm not ratting on you. I'm just like, I. If I was like me now, going back a few years, I'd be like. Yeah, I should have put my foot down. But I'm like, nah. But at the time, even I wouldn't have figured out. I would not have figured out that I should have put my foot down. So, yeah, but still, most important lesson, put your foot down when you have to. Perfect. I agree 100%. And on, this, and on kind of the same question, but editing. What's, what's, what have you learned about editing? That is oh, I, I learned something that's completely weird that's in opposition to my last piece of advice. Go on. Um you got to be simultaneously flexible and completely confident in yourself when editing. When especially taking right. editing criticism. you got to be right. confident enough to know that you know your story the best. 
but you gotta be flexible enough to understand and pick at someone to get their why do they did they say that piece of criticism? Like Wandry D is like an amazing pre-reader. He was a pre-reader for my latest, you know, my latest entry in the whole Changing Queen Frat series. And he's good because he explains exactly what, you know, why should I change this, make this change? But there are other people who don't. And as an author, you've got to basically say, okay, but why are you saying it? And try to draw it out from them. Mm-hmm. And that's why, that's initially why I worked with Zerpio for such a long time, because he was good at like explaining why you should make that criticism. And he, and so, and I can ask him and I can eventually quickly, very quickly draw it out. Oh, sorry. Why did you, why did I, why should I make this change? And that's why I worked together for, for quite a long time on, on like stuff. Um, and then um, we had, uh, yeah, but at the same time, you got to be flexible because you're not flexible. You aren't going to be able to, like, you know, make changes, except that you made a mistake. Um, yeah, I literally, the chapter I just posted. Yeah, the chapter I posted for um, A Question of Changing Princesses and the Kinsbane, which is just, which I just, yeah, literally I posted. I, well, I, I, I linked it to a post where I basically talked about Basically, one of my chapters in my most recent story, I had to completely rewrite it. Like, I tossed the entire thing out. Like, a, like a good 2,500 words out. And it was, like, completely rewrote it. Because WandaD was like, this is not going to work. And I'm like, really? You know what? Let's, okay, let's write it according to what you think. And I was like, oh, yeah, that, yeah, that, 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 that makes it so much more obvious. Yeah, uh, yeah, new scene is better. New scene is better. New scene is better. And so, yeah, that's what happened. And thanks for teaching me that. Yeah, thanks for teaching me that, Wandi. Uh, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff that I'll learn from, like, the other authors in general, just interacting with other authors and writing with them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. The, yeah, from not just Wandi, but, like, a bunch of people who... The, the community is great in, in fan fiction. I mean, there's always, like, you know, your, odd, your oddballs, your bad apples, but the community is great. Like, every author is, like, super friendly because we're all human and we have, like... We have our own lives, but like we're actually like actual people, so you can totally ask us things. Mm. Like, don't like badger us, but like, like I know you, like Flamin, you have like a pretty Flamin, you have a pretty good follower. You, you, you know every, you know that people are like, oh my god, how you do so well? And we're like, we're just blows, blokes and people or girls who just write, right? So pretty, pretty much, I stopped caring once I hit a thousand. Then <laughs> much I can, let's see how, let's see if I can lose them all now. Oh my! And, and, um, then well. they, and then they just, and then lo and behold, they just kept coming. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty similar. I have about 100 followers, and you know, I just, I stopped caring about it. I'm so famous, but I just, I just don't really care, guys. You know, don't really care. Don't really care. I, uh, <laughs> I don't care about the peasant. <laughs> I, I have half a follower. <laughs> How do you get half followers? How do you hustle on fanfiction metrics? He was in a horrible accident. <laughs> hence why he's reading my stories. That was an unexpected direction. God damn it. <laughs> Fucking dick. With that, we're moving on to Alex underscores questions. And see happens since this little guy happens to be right here. Alex, you wanna ask your uh, you you cool oh, cat wanna ask your questions? I think a lot of them are sort of nonsense. <laughs> I asked them, hoping someone else does. Don't worry. I have I've run the name in A before. I've I'm good with handling nonsense questions. Okay. Do it. Number one, 
What is red and delicious? You want a rude answer, or you want a por- you want a pornographic answer, or do you want a SF- SFW Sur- answer? Surprise us. Yeah. Your heart. Oh. Well, at least the Asics would definitely think so. Ha. Huh? Wait, wait a minute. Wait a fucking <laughs> minute. Why I wanna? Sorry. <laughs> no, I just got that for a second. Like your heart. Oh, that. Wait, wait a minute. Asics. <laughs> Sorry, this is what happens when um, <laughs> this is what happens when you when you're historic. You know way too much weird shit. There you go. go on, okay, Alex. next one. Okay, yeah, number two. Can you think of some unorthodox uses for balloons? Oh, um, one there. Hmm. Anything that the slow mo guys do. Ooh, what do they do with balloons? Oh my god, you're not you have not seen the slow mo guys. Well film them in slow motion, I see. <laughs> they crawl into slow they crawl okay, they did a one episode where they crawl and it, it, it the guy crawled into the water balloon and they filled it into with water until it popped. Ooh. Okay. And they filled it I think sl- I I think I yeah. vaguely remember this. Didn't they put like fucking twenty gallons or some yep. number? <laughs> yeah, yep. like, he, they got one of those real big stretchy ones, so he crawled in and sat there, and they just filled yep. it with a garden hose until it exploded. And it was like, oh my god, what, what I want to see them do in slow motion is they get a bicycle pump and a gynecologist and a very brave woman, and then right. and then and then once she explodes, what? 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 <laughs> Use your imaginations. Gynecologist, bicycle pump. Very brave woman. Is this... why would it... That's not brave woman, that's suicidal! So she drives a bicycle with a flat tire. How, how do you go from there to that? <laughs> to explode! Like, is, she, is, she, is she a clown woman where she puts like <laughs> three, 30 rags inside of her and then pulls them out all tied? Like... That's what I'm like. <laughs> once, once her stomach explodes, we'll play that in slow motion. Enigma, we're gonna have to have a chat. Are you okay, Mike? Uh, you right just, over there? My, my brain just died. But, but will it blend? We definitely go <laughs> into Enigma. Al- Alex, ask your, next fucking, ask your next fucking Jesus Christ. Oh my god, what's the question? Just as uh, non sexual, what's the worst thing you've ever had in your mouth? Uh, grass. Fair enough. Um, or did you cook it somehow? No, I think either that or it possibly could have been dog poop. Because, okay, what? long story short... I think dog, definitely dog poo is, is leading at the moment. Well, the problem is... Well, no, the problem is I don't know. I only know by apocryphal, apocryphal um, knowledge because... What, were you were asleep? I, no, I was a kid. <laughs> I was like a baby, like a toddler, who stuffed grass into his mouth and somehow got handful of disease. Right. Which is basically how you get it. The only way to get it is if you like stuff like dog poop in your mouth, or something. Or you have to stuff something really, really like bad into your mouth to get hand foot mouth disease as a kid. It's yeah. the stuff that cows get. Yeah. So I, was... I don't know how I got it. So it must have been dog poop or tainted dog say, poop. All sex <laughs> on uh, farm animals. That's how I got it. No. Oh, stop. I remember, I was a kid when that happened. So let's not even go there. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, dog poo definitely wins. Um, number four, how was January? Seeing as we're now into the uh, month number two, extremely exhausting. Uh, just exhasting. I I've been. Ooh. Uh, I private tutor basically, and so 
Yeah, I've been tutoring for like every like every day after work. <laughs> Got an extra cash. Like crazy, you're just. Yeah, uh, I've been pretty busy with work and just stuff. I mean, and writing, and also, but exciting because I just came up with a nice idea for an original. I actually think I can finish this time instead of the epic that sort of just died at two hundred thousand words, and I can't figure out where to go take it from there. Yeah. Ooh, what's the idea? But the idea was, uh, it's a play on you know the whole isekai. Hey, yeah, that's what this is for you, Wandy. Um, it's an isekai play with. So basically, MC with her class defeated the Demon King. Uh, six years like six years after they were summoned, you know, by the summoner system. Except she decides to say because going home equals going home to abusive mother, and she's like, no, I'm not going home to abusive mother. And then of course she's like, I just want to study like magic with my mentor and just be chill and just have like a nice peaceful life. Except the king of the human country is like, you know what? Nah. I'm gonna get, make you have to administer slash govern the ruined land that the demon king used to own. And by the way, you, you're the one who killed him too, right? So, uh, have fun! Right. Story start. So what they need is some sort of fantasy martial plan to, to you know... Yup. Except, or basically talk to a lot of uh, demons slash monsters slash, you know, the fantasy, typical fantasy creatures. Oh, have I mentioned that she's an introvert? Oh my god. Not the yep. mythical creature known as the introvert. <laughs> yep, and see, and shenanigans will occur. That's it. Oh. oh, that sounds quite interesting. Yes, it is. But the thing is, like, I have to, like, this is one I can actually finish. Probably. Hopefully. You never know. You never know, man. You never know. Um, <laughs> oh well, there you go. It's a good January then, sort of. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, number five. Number five. What, in your your um, expert opinion, is the best sandwich filling? Exact. Enough said. <laughs> Enough said. Okay, number six. Well, 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 got, why why egg salad? We got some sort of. Oh, know, I just emotions. really like eggs. I just really oh, like egg salad. No, there's no memory I, there. No, some... no, just I really like egg salad. Ah. Uh, not your mother used to make, you know, before she died, she used to make egg salad. No, 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 no. Just, I really like egg salad. And more because my mother doesn't like cold cut. And she doesn't let me use cold cut. So what's the best thing? Egg salad. Wow. There you go. There's definitely some emotion there. That's... Ah, oh, right. I like egg salad. It's fine. Number six. Kill, fuck, marry. Between diamond tiara, 17 bees, and a chicken. You know, Diamond Tiara is a Philly or Diamond Tiara is just normal? Oh, definitely like, is as a Philly. Oh, God, fucking Christ. Christ. Oh, Jesus that Christ. Is fucking Christ. That is normal, isn't it, for the show? But, what? Uh, uh, 17B is looking quite good, Revan. <laughs> uh, kill the 17Bs because oh. I, I have a fear of bees. Do you have what? a fear of sex with children, though? I mean, that's. I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> It sounded like you said, do you have a fear of sexy children? <laughs> I, 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 fuck the chi I would say fuck the chicken simply because fucking children disgust me. Okay? And Mary ah, Diamond Yes, Tiara. a man of principles right here. <laughs> I would rather yeah, I would rather squeeze my dick into a chicken. Child. I mean, to yeah, be fair, I, I'm it would probably be a lot 
a lot better and slightly funnier to be called a chicken fucker instead of, you know, <laughs> fucking... <laughs> so, all right, I like that. Go on, Alex. Well, marrying a, ch- marry a child is only slightly better. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's true, actually. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. Uh, anyway, yeah, okay, yeah. let's go with that, no, because there's no other right answer. You answered that as well as you could. All right, number seven, yeah. finally. What are your thoughts on the name Norman? Asking for a friend. Um, it's a fine name. Also, it keeps making me think of Norman Knights, you know, conquering the world. Me too. Me too. It, it, it makes yeah. me think of Norman the North. Yeah, that's my thoughts on my name, Norman. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. There you go. I'll, I'll let him know. And that's it. Um, yeah. Oof. Right. I, survived. I think it's a fine one. We move over to Seton, who asks one, what is your favorite meal, snack, or food stuff that is really unhealthy but so friggin' delicious? Mm, there are a lot. Uh, uh, Everything is unhealthy to me these days because I'm trying to... Wait. <laughs> um, uh, I guess the one really unhealthy one is... um, well, This is a Chinese dish, though. So you're not going to... Rep- you're not, not going to know it. Uh, braised pork belly with preserved vegetables and soy sauce. It, it's like, oh my god, it's just, it, basically the pork is so soft and melts in your mouth, but it's pork belly, right? So it has to have fat on it. And so, therefore, it's like totally unhealthy, but it's just so freaking delicious. Like, and, and I can say this because, and I'm, unfortunately, you're not going to recognize this because I'm Asian. <laughs> and so I eat a lot of Asian food. <laughs> so yeah, but like search braised pork belly with preserved vegetables online and then you yeah, find a picture that you can totally see why it's just sinful right okay Cer- certainly one of the uh certainly one more unique ones we've had that's for sure <laughs> for me it's just tendies it's just give me just all the tendies hmm, fair enough so, number two what is tendies, what, what is tendies though oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah makes sense we just call them tendies for the meat for the may maize ah 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 Yes. So, number two, what is the biggest or weirdest fear you have? Now, this I'm looking forward to. Um, biggest fear? Or weirdest. Anyone that uh, stands out in my mind. I guess the biggest one would be fear of making nothing for yourself. Of yourself. Right. That, that, like, that's pretty meta and uh, very yeah. large fear. Yeah, I can totally get yeah. that. Yeah, the literal yeah. fear of, like, you got you make nothing of your life even though your parents... Like, my parents are great. So making nothing in your life, even though you're, they give you such opportunity, is, like, really scary. Gotcha. No, I totally get it. What was the one? Uh, coffin wasps? No, bees. No, that would be bees. Um, yeah, bees. Because uh, the story associated with it is really funny. Um, a bee flew into my ear one, one day when I was a kid, and I was... Dude, I remember because I was riding a tricycle, and it just died there. It, it, it didn't sting me! Like, my, my mother checked. She just freaked out, and, she, and we checked, and... She was like, no, it just died there. They plucked it out with, like, a forceps, and it just died there. I, I, it was so weird, because it, 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 nothing happened, and yet it was like, after that, I, I, it, when there was, like, a bee near me, I would always cover my ear, so traumatized. <laughs> like, never again would I want something to fly into my ear. Like, yeah, that, that, that is a weird, it's not weird, it, it's rational when I explain it. But when I explain it to people, they're like, wait, what? Why are you afraid of bees? Why are you afraid of them flying to your ear? Yeah, that's why. <laughs> that's a scary thought, a little bug crawls in your ear. 
than anything. Worse even that it's a bee and could potentially like sting you and shit. Oh no, it wasn't even a small bee. It was just like a, it was a freaking fuzzy bumblebee. It, it was trying to start its family's mausoleum in your ear hole. Oh god! <laughs> it's like those medical shows where that person comes in and like spider made its way to her ear and is refusing to come out. It's just sitting back there like, come and get me. Oh god. And, and you can feel all of its movements and shit. Oh like, god. Ugh. Good lord. Mm -hmm. Alrighty, number three. Oh, jeez, this fucking question. Why is bagged milk the best milk? Uh, because it's cheap. Enough said. Um, well, yeah, I was, a, well, I was a student back um, in East, I was a student in East Canada when I was doing my master's and I was living alone. So, you know, keeping costs down, cost down uh, just walk my entire, just take the bus to the local mart, grab like bags of milk, stick it in my bag and just go back home. And it's cheap. Like, yeah, it's the cheapest thing you can get, bag milk. Right, but why not just put the bag, why not just put the milk in the goddamn Yeah. Well, if you're willing to degrade yourself that much, why not just get it straight out of the tea? Surely that there was actually no option back at back east in East Canada when I was like like studying there. There was no option. There was fucking this, this, this was this is kind of the meme asked us questions because Canada does weird here in the states. It's just you get a plastic carton of milk. Whereas you know what's so, Canada, yeah. the traditional way to do it is you get the bag of milk there, you put it in the uh, milk jug, and just snip the tip of the uh, of the edge of the bag. And then pour it out there, which completely defeats the purpose. And it's just like, why not just get a carton? And that's why a pencil were but here. You, you know what's a weird things. part? You know what the weird part is? I think it's just as weird as you are because I'm from a part of Canada where we don't have bag milk. Right. And yeah. it's so weird. It's like I, I went back east and I'm like, what the hell? Also, there's so much rye bread back east. I'm like, why do they only eat rye bread? <laughs> I can't get on with that. I need sourdough. Uh, I just like white. I, I like I like I like a variety of breads. I I'm a, I like to I love to eat. Love to cook. So anyway, so yeah, I I have bad bad milk. The only explanation I can find is it's cheap. There you go. Totally fair. Number four. What is your one annoying habit? You mean the one that the habit that annoys me the most, or my annoying habit? Um. I'd say either or uh, something that you know you do that annoys the shit out of you personally, or something that you know you that other people find annoying. I'd say okay, one thing that one of those yeah, okay. So I have definitely one. My mom complains about me talking fast, which yeah, fair enough. Um, the other one that she keeps complaining, like my family keeps complaining about, is that somehow when I'm eating, I make these humming noises. But the oh my weirdest... god, I get that too. I fucking get. But you, it, nobody hears it, right? And you can't hear it. It's yeah, so weird. I, I'm not aware of it. I'm not aware of it at all. I know. I keep telling her, what do you mean? Are you blind? Are you, are you hallucinating? If she wasn't so consistent, I must think she's hallucinating. <laughs> it's so weird. Like, it, apparently that's a habit I know people. I'm like, I never hear it. Uh, I don't know. So yeah, and the habit that annoys me the most. Uh, not really happy. Just I'm annoyed by hypocrites. <laughs> I think that's not exactly even a weird one. Just I'm annoyed by hypocrites. Though to be fair, I also think that everybody is a hypocrite in some way at some point in time. So oh well, you never fair. know. Fair. And number five. What is the theme song for your sex life? I have a very witty answer here. The sound of silence. Beautiful. 
I think we've heard that a lot. <laughs> no, we've had um one is the loneliest number. <laughs> we've had that a lot. I wonder if so I wonder if Sander so says my left hand is my best friend. I, we had beat I'm, it before. That was yeah. We've had beat it. We've had had beat it. <laughs> so you're a lefty, eh? Uh, <laughs> no further comment. Take yes. it where you wait. There you go. And uh, let's see. Number six. You watch anime by chance, and if so, what are your favorite? Um, I Yojo Senki. Uh, used to really like Naruto. Used to like Bleach. Uh, Violet Evergarden is amazing, by the way. Uh, totally watch it. It's beautiful. Uh, anything by pretty much all, everything by Studio Ghibli. I uh, have not unfortunately watched it. Um, I've heard of it, haven't watched it. Uh, the what else? I like like I read a lot more manga these days because it's just easier to read manga than watch anime. Like the like the most recent anime I've watched was Violet Evergarden and Yojo Senki. Mm -hmm. Uh, not necessarily in that order, but like those were like I really like those two. But most of the time, I'm reading a lot of manga, like Kingdom, mm, yeah, Kingdom, uh, a lot of a lot of Isekai kind of manga, like uh, slime, the the I got turned to slime. I think right. that time I got turned to slime. Yeah, definitely. I really... And some other ones, some more obscure ones. So yeah, I really like I I read a lot of manga, and I used to watch a lot of anime. Inuyasha was used to be one of my favorites until it got. <sighs> UST is good feel, but Rumiko Takahashi uses way too much of it. Oh, and I used to really like Roni Kenshin until I started feeling guilty about it because his author was a pedophile. So, uh, yeah. Oh, are you serious? Monster Nobuhiro was prosecuted for having a... Uh, not a pedophile, sorry, but he had child pornography in his stash. Which is like to our next question, by the way. And So let's move on because that was creepy as fuck to find out. So, yeah. <laughs> I would have been Diamond Tiara, though, so... Oh, Jesus. Levels, Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and seven. Just how big is your porn stash? Give us gigabytes. Uh, actually, I don't keep one. This okay. is not to say I, I have not produced porn. It's just I don't keep one. You don't save so, it, per se. You just go look up what you need and then... No further comment, because I'm worried my parents will get a hang, hang, hang. It's uh, all on the cloud, is what you... No comment. Say. No comment. Yes. Like, actually, no comment for the sake of my, like, you know, <laughs> for the sake of just making sure that, no, that, that nobody finds this online. Yeah, no comment on that one. Understood. Understood. And finally, last question from Seddon, number eight. Who is your waifu or husbando and why are they shit? And note, this can be from any fandom. You mean why are they the shit or why are they shit? Why are they shit? Uh, I don't... Like, here's a weird thing. Like, you know, I, I told you I watch a lot of anime manga. Mm. Identified enough with one character, think of them as my waifu. Like, I, I, it'd be nice to marry this person, but it's more fun to ship them with someone else. You know? Interesting. Like, I have my own... I like... I, I have my own ideas of what I want a, a girlfriend to be. Hell, I would like to marry some of my own character, the characters I created, but I, I it's more fun to, to ship them with a funny love, like a nice love interest. I feel a lot more satisfied with that. I don't know. I feel like if love creeps up on me, it's going to take me by surprise. Right. Uh, not far behind, though. No, I'm not into that stuff. Uh, anyway. Yeah, anyway. Okay, so, 
yeah, so I feel like I don't actually have a wife or husband. And why they the ship why they ship? Um it's possibly because I think that intrinsic maybe it's because my unsubconscious thinks that waifu the idea of a waifu is shit. <laughs> That's why I think that, that I think that might be why I int I not 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 consciously, but like I, I think subconsciously I think the idea of a waifu is shit because you can never actually have them. Mm-hmm. And that's shit. That's actually shit. And so that I actually sucks. like that. I actually like that. That's true. So totally. yeah, no eternal. I've I've had enough eternal pining in my life. Like no, seriously, I've had enough eternal pining in my life. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> Sounds good. Alrighty, and with the end of sentence questions, we'll do our midcast shill. This is the ad that we do every time. And this is here to let y'all know this is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legend. Never mind. No, not at all. Um, so, Alex, please post the links, but no. Hey, That's Milk. Look, I'll be out of a guy. Milk, Milk. What, Flam? Hey, Milk. Do you like horses? I love horses. I don't, but why, but why not? Don't, but why not? If you like our show, you, you donate to our Patreon or anything like that, and we goes directly to a horse. His name is Lil Bit, and he's awesome. We sponsor him from Red Wings Horse Sanctuary. Does he, does, Any does he get the money ad from... views, things that are donated to us, anything, it all goes to him. We do not spend it on hookers or blow. It's only, <laughs> we only, it only goes to hookers and blow for Lil Bit. He's a cutie patootie, and it goes towards his weekly hand jobs at, at Red Wings Horse Sanctuary. Alex, I'm sure you posted the links there, so if you like, uh, consider donating the website there. Is that Website doesn't appear to be working. Someone in chat is actually right. It doesn't. Oh, my son of a bitch. Well, you know what? Damn it, Trace. Let me find the direct picture. Like, I just posted it out. Damn it. This is my. Well, that doesn't work in this case. This is sponsored by Skillshare. No, actually, if the website's not work, if the website's not working, then shit. Who's the website creator? Trace. Fucking. The barcast.net is too busy getting his rocks off to get his. That's it. It doesn't work for me. All right. Well, maybe it's because you're a, you're a Brit bomb, and ever said and yeah and yeah. Fucking you. Need, oh, hang on. You need your you need your internet license. Oh, hang on. Embarrassingly, <laughs> uh, the other other guy's link appears to work, but mine doesn't. <laughs> right. Well, oh, there you go. Fucking... At Barcast. Go to Red Wings Horse Sanctuary. Give a little. Don't deny a horse's monthly hand job. <laughs> All right. Moving on to short skirts and explosions. The the myth and the legend. Oh my god. He, he simply asks you, "What doth life?" Life is trying not to screw up. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's pretty much how you can sum it up. And there's a lot of pressure, and yeah, you guess because we only got one, right? There you go. I like it. That's all Z. That's all he's got. Next person up and next person right in line is Chad the Lad, who has a fantastic name, I must add. And uh, he says, "Here's a random assortment of questions for you. Number one: Star Wars or no? If so, favorite movie? Star Wars, yes. Favorite movie? Uh, I like everything from one to six. Is pretty good. I do like eight. Uh, Rogue One is great. I haven't seen Solo yet." Uh, I have not seen eight yet. Have seen nine. Uh, uh, less than about it, less than, less than I see about it, the better. Um, yeah, right. 
just I have complicated feelings about Star Wars. Yeah, I, no, I, 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 if, I, if I had to say one of the, if any of the more recent films being good, I'd have to say Rogue One was actually kind of a diamond in the rough for it all. Yeah, so. uh, and the the scary thing was that the beginning was so was actually not very great, but and they and then what apparently they had to do so many reshoots, and then really? cutting for it to, to make it work. They, it was a Kathleen. Like the one thing I can applaud Kathleen Kennedy for is that apparently she and someone else went through Rogue One and recut the whole bloody thing, because like what they had in the in the start was just not making a lot of sense, and so they went and recut everything. Apparently, so anyway. Wow, that's a shocker. Yeah, that was a shocker. It's a shocker when I found it. I was like, no way. Yes. What? It's a shocker. So, yes. So, I guess, yeah, I, I do have a soft spot for prequels. Like, mm. the... I want to say... Oh, you know what? Not the, not the favorite movie. Star Wars, the Clone Wars. There you go. That's, that's you go. always going to be a favorite. Now, are we talking about the... Now, are we talking about the... series or, like, the five shorts? That we'd wake up to when we were what are you freaking talk- Oh no, the the the, the, the Filoni one, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. Just making sure. Yeah. Alrighty. So number two, video games or no? If so, what's your favorite? I I'm, P- I'm a PC gamer, so um, I'm not sure what do you mean by video game. Like, does PC games count as video games? Uh, of course, of course. Okay. Yes. Then PC gamers. Um, PC gamers for the win. I love the lot of strategy games. Uh, Total War, Total War series. Um, I was talking to Milk, I think, or something. Like, I was talking to one, I, I wasn't watching the chat. You were talking but, to me. Yeah, about, um, Stellaris. Uh, Paradox Games, quite like them. Hate the DLC policy, quite like the games. Uh, yeah, I, I play a lot of strategy games. And, so what, I, I don't like RPGs. Not because I mainly never really got to play them. Like, my first game was StarCraft. I think, yeah, StarCraft was, like, my, my first really true video game. But then, and then my interest stemmed from StarCraft and then other derivatives of strategy, digital strategy genre. Right. So yeah. Cool. Uh, and then for favorites, not really a favorite per se, just ones I kind of just cycle in and out because I try not to buy new games and I just cycle my current games out in and out. <laughs> no, I'm a cheapskate. Perfect. To be fair, PC gaming is like super expensive. It, so, it is. Yeah. I mean. So totally. Number three, do you have a favorite dad joke? Uh, none of them. Just none there of them. Go. Just, uh, like, I love my dad, but, like, no. <laughs> my sentiments, exactly. <laughs> Number four, favorite color? Um, blue, black, and, yeah, blue and black, I guess. I, I don't, like, I think all colors have their place. Especially when, as a writer, I've been using a lot more colors try like not obviously color code my characters mm-hmm. so i've been using like just playing with different colors and stuff like just designs i mean right. and this is gonna be weird but the favorite thing i like to do with my character it's not so much applied to pony but a lot of my human characters i like to play dress up not like with a not like an app but when i describe them i always like okay what's their outfit oh yeah they need to have this historical outfit oh by the way this is i that go into this huge huge um research dive into i dive into all the oh so this is the underwear they wore holy crap what and yeah that's this is what happens when you history when you did a master's in history you want to find out everything right yeah totally get it you no, do I not do. want to know about contraception back in the medieval era oh i actually I... did i actually did read a few things like on eye-opening to say the least yeah let's say the least uh, anyway moving on 
Right. Oh, number five. What's your favorite music genre? Uh, I have ones I don't like. I don't like modern pop. I end up listening to a lot of film soundtracks. Yeah, good like film score is always fantastic. Like uh, The Witcher. Mm. Recently, it's been toss a coin to your Witcher has been on my playlist a lot. Uh, I like covers. I, lo- I like a lot of covers. I like English translated covers of anime's opening songs. I like... Mm. So I guess you can say rock. That type of rock. That type, that, that type of rock or that type of pop I like. But not like modern pop like Justin Bieber. That stuff was like... I mean, not that... Okay, here's the thing. I used to hate Justin Bieber, but I'm like, you know what? He did a good job. Like, he, 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 he put his work in. So I'm, I'm not going to hate on him. I'm just saying I don't like his, type, his style of music. Fair. Totally fair. Yeah. Radio. And mm-hmm. all right, we're going uh going slightly controversial and cancerous here. What's your current favorite meme? Uh what meme? <laughs> Sorry, I, I what is a meme? Sorry, I, I don't follow current favorite memes. I just use gifts when I just laugh at gifts when I see them. I, I don't have any like I one I really liked a long I guess one I really liked a long time ago was the Picard Facebook. Because Patrick Stewart oh, just does yeah, it so well. That's, that's always yeah, classic. So I think yeah, it's a yeah. Find here today. You mean a meme? What's your favorite what? meme? Your meme, fucking goddamn it, goddamn fucking me and the boys meme. talking about memes. Meme is a grateful Metal Alchemist character, by the way. Anyways, alrighty. Uh, now, the age-old question: Cat burbs or fish burbs? Explain what to explain to me what's a burb. Now, burb is just a. Uh, cutesy shit posty way of saying bird so just like so a cat bird i'm I'm gonna assume that's a griffin or fish birds i'm gonna assume those are the hippogriffs that fucking oh i don't have a preference really um oh but i do can i can say and i'm gonna name drop another community another fandom community here because i'd love to do that uh equestria at war uh hearts of iron 4 mod for uh my that turns world war ii nation into my little pony they I remember researching into that, actually. I never... When I started just looking into that one, me, I'm like, wow, this is actually very in-depth. Oh, you have no idea. I, I actually put work into this. Yeah, I wrote... Uh, I, I, I did a bit of... Um, I did a bit of, like, lore, literature writing, like, lore writing for it, and they, I wrote, all I was writing was marriage plotline. Sorry, not marriage plotline. It's a courtship plotline for a griffin... For, like, a... For like a um, uh, Catbird, and it was uh, it was great. I didn't like it was like a little, very minor thing I did. Um, but and I and I want to help out more, but I'm like I have my other stuff to do, so I'm like I, I try to help out, but like I'm gonna name drop them all I can because the only reason you want to get Hearts of Iron like that World War Sim- World War Two simulator is because you get that mod pretty much. Like seriously, I go back to that mod. It has like twenty minor nations that each have their own storyline. Christ, it's amazing. Wow. No, yeah, it, you need to get get the game just for that mod because, like, holy crap, it, it's beautiful. Yes, yeah, so yeah, cat burp. That's a weird digression, but yes, I don't cat care. Burp. I'm, I'm, cat almost gonna say, I'm almost gonna say fish. Burp, the fact that I very interesting, especially after they were tr- properly introduced in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like when I realized, huh? So their capital city is both on land and underwater. That yeah, I can work with this and slight th- slight drop. That's probably going to make an appearance in my upcoming Metroid fic. But Ooh. at any rate, 
Cool. Cat burps, fish burps. Huzzah. All righty. And he says he hopes you're having a nice stream. Thank you. All righty. We move on to Mugany, whose question is literally nothing. All right. We're moving on to Vylon then. Ooh, it's questions with Vylon time. Who's ding doing the jingle right here? I'll do it. Enigma. I'll, I'll do it. You do the jingle, Enigma. Uh, it's it's time for questions with Vylon. Ding. Didn't hit the high note. Ding. What the fuck is well, ding? I don't, I don't have a cowbell. <laughs> All right. Oh, right. So she only has one question, but hold on. Let me do this how Priest does it. <clears throat> Let's turn this gain up 4,000%. How are you today? <laughs> okay. Uh, I realized I forgot to do something I have to do after 6 o'clock, so I'm, uh, I'm tired. Yeah. Been working all, pretty much been working day today, so I'm Fantastic, and that's all for questions with Violin today. Moving on. All right, we move on to the to Hilian Juggalo, which I, I fucking love that name. Still, let's just use let's use my, my the mighty jingles method and just call him Dave. Dave, oh god, you get that plan. You get that plan. <laughs> Damn it! All right, fuck Mary, kill main six edition. Choose two for each action. Uh, oh god, that's hard. Fuck, Mary, kill. They're all fuckable. They're all variable in some different way, but I, none of them I want to kill, so I, if I really had to choose... Oh god damn it, I, I hate myself for saying this already. Kill Applejack. Kill Pinkie Pie. Not because I... Not, and here's the thing, it's not because I don't like those two, it's just that I can't Im imagine myself married to them. Well, you're you're oh, fuck, no. you're letting oh. Applejack visit her parents. Firstly, oh my god, why no no? Okay, um, <laughs> you're doing uh, your service. Oh my god, no. Fuck who? Okay, so who have, who do I have left? Twice Sparkle, Rarity, and Rainbow. Oh wait, crap! I should kill Rainbow Dash. No, I'm killing Rainbow Dash. Sorry, I'm killing Rainbow Dash, and I not because cupcakes. Uh, sorry. Anyway, um, that was a bad reference. Uh... Uh, I'm gonna kill. Ra sorry, never mind. Kill Rainbow Dash. Uh, not Pinkie Pie. Sorry. I would love to fuck Pinkie Pie. Yeah, I'd love I to fuck Pinkie Pie. I think everyone would. Just to see, just to see what it was like. Just, Ooh, no, like, just for curiosity. Well, I, I got the feeling that energy would be amazing uh, in bed. Anyway, uh, I I imagined things would be covered in sugar. <laughs> stop! You just ruined my fantasy right there. Uh... Rarity, definitely fuck Rarity. Uh, but I do not want to be married her, married to her. Mary Twilight or Mary Fluttershy then? And Mary Fluttershy, yeah. Mary Twilight, Mary Fluttershy, fuck Rarity, fuck Pinkie Pie, kill Applejack and kill Rainbow Dash. Oh god damn it, I'm bad with I'm I'm so mean to Ashley Ball. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's my answer there. Uh, not because I don't like any, not because I dislike any of the main six characters, but just my own. Do what can I? Who do? Who would I marry? If I had to, if I had this option, this would be the skill set. This would be what happens. Poor Granny Smith. She's lost a daughter and now a granddaughter. Who's <laughs> gonna make her drink and start beating her family no, again? Or she's, or she'll be like, "Yeah, you dog tootin' got the farm to myself." Oh God, well, dang she, it! <laughs> well, she's still got Big Mac and, and the useless one. 
Context, because I have no idea what that question is. Like, yeah, I don't, do, I don't, I, I don't like rap. Well, there's your, well, there's your answer, Prime Soaring. There's your like, answer. The only exception to rap is music, not rap and musical, aka Hamilton, and that's pretty much the exception. <laughs> fair, fair. So, in that case, moving on to eighth, name an animal that doesn't produce milk. That you would like to drink its milk if it could. I suddenly thought of snake milk. Huh. Huh. I would I, be interested. That would be interesting. I, 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 honestly, I'd probably try it. Yeah. Oh, like, I, especially. Yeah, sorry. No, can I say myself? Because I, I don't produce oh, milk, but I'd be serious. No! Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, oh God. The hell? <laughs> no, I just, I just want to know what it would taste like. I, 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 I would try falcon milk. Hey, that's it. I feel like it would give you a speed buff. <laughs> How would you milk it though? Because they'd have tiny little nipples. If Rainbow Dash could produce milk, would it speed? Could be a speed boost. I think she can. She probably can produce milk. Yeah, but yeah. If, if, if she did, would it give you a speed boost or would it just be rainbow colored? It's Red Bull. Why not both? <laughs> it's, it's Red Bull, nah, man. That's just her piss. Like, <laughs> yeah, I would uh, say it's rainbow color. Okay, okay. All right. smell. How would it smell? Is that what you said? Yeah, sorry. It probably I... smell like Skittles. Taste this the rainbow, very, bitch. This is very tantalizing. You better move on before I become fully, you know, Jesus. Jesus. Oh my god, that chat! <laughs> I did not need that image of mine. I did not need my image of my mind. Oh my god, alrighty. Next question. How far can you spread your toes? Not far at all. I'm not very flexible. I'm, I used to do um, martial arts when I was a kid. Up until like a year, two years ago, I used to do martial, martial arts, so I'm not very flexible because I didn't do enough stretching. And so, yeah, I can't spread my toes very far away. Pinky's the exception. But pinky toe is an exception. Everything else, not really. That's interesting. You can spread the pinky toe out far, but not anything. Yeah. Uh, very, very curious. All right. Oh, I like this question. All right. If you were Zeus, which animal-human hybrid would you create first? Does it have to be existing, or does it have to be mythological? Because I actually know a lot, I know quite a bit about Greek mythology that I that I could draw on this, so you kind of make it a little yeah, more specific. Let's, let's, do, let's, do, um, let's do any of them, actually. Yeah, what, if you, you have the power to create it right now, you do, what, what, what animal human hybrid? I would be really interesting to see what a a, a lion human hybrid would be. You ever seen yeah. The Wizard of Oz? Do you remember the Cowardly Lion? <laughs> oh, God damn it! No, no, just not like anything better than that. You're wading into some uh, furry wet dream territory. Oh God! I work with a very hairy man. He looks like he has a sort of mane. 
I think I might. It's called a mullet. It was recalled. I'm Asian. We don't like. We we have this thing with beards. Either we want them very long and white, or we don't want them at all. Interesting. (laughs) Well, like literal lion from the north. Alrighty. Uh Let's see. Oh, okay. Oh God. Oh. Let's see. Bracing myself. Oh my, oh my God! Let's see. What do you do Let's this time? Let's see. Let me. Uh... Sexy, taxidermied rat underwear. Yeah. Oh. The... That's interesting. <sighs> oh. Maybe if they were desperate. Did these did these rats die for a good cause or? Oh, yeah. Oh, look, they're more useful dead than alive. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Speaking of one with D. Is this how plague spread? I mean... Exactly. The more useful dead than alive. No, speaking of one with D, you said your lion-human uh, hybrid, wouldn't that be a sphinx? I think he might actually be right. I should have supported the point. Yeah, yeah that might exist. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, uh, human snake then? Human snake then? No, that, that's a lamia. Yeah, yeah, that's a lamia. yeah you're, you're, you're going to some, like, uh, fantasies right now. Yeah, Sorry, I, I have, persona. like, all the... I, I, this is what happens when you read too much fantasy. You, you, you Nothing you say is original. What about a human... Um... <sighs> don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. Make it more rat? Make it more rat? No, just no. No, 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 I... I I, could, I like Kim Hustle as much as anything. No, Bacon Bomad is already perfect by itself. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, alrighty then. So, we now move on to uh, next question. Would you rather have a beard on your tongue or produce ice from your anus, but you still feel the cold? Ice from my anus because I if something interfered with my fucking, I, like, my, my fucking um, sense of taste... I like die. I kill myself. I, I love food. So if something interview with that, fucking, I would kill myself. Jeez. But then it begs the question: What would you just produce ice constant at like a constant rate of one cube per hour or something like that, or would it just only happen under certain circumstances? That's a good question, actually. It's like if you have to go instead of like actual poop, it's just ice cubes. Like your body converts food into ice. It just converts waste. It, it just it just somehow f- takes all the waste byproduct as nutrients, and you just left with frozen ice, Fro- frozen mm. water, and it comes out in the shape of poop. Well, and to be if that ever happened, I would never. It, it, it's actual ice. In- oh my god! Yeah, just like, legit cold ass ice, and you don't feel the cold until it comes out. I guess. Oh my god! Li- but what you're saying is, you literally reach into the toilet. It'll float. Firstly, all the time, it, you'll always be floaters. And then you could literally just take the thing, you could take the tur- the ice turret out, and you could probably eat it because it's only it's, ice. It's right? just ice, so you That's... could you could literally produce ice for your own drinks. On but a the system system ice, where does all the food go? Your body just somehow has a use for all of it. it. Says, "Nah, man, we're keeping this shit." Literally. But there's there's actual literal. There's a reason why people smear their arrowheads and shit, and then shot them at enemies because they literally fuck with a whole hole. I mean, if. To be fair, also, if I could, su- if I was in combat, like, and I just shit myself, I suddenly have like, can, like, bludgeon weapon, like, 
be like, all right, you 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 underestimate my power. Wait, you're saying that your shit? Are you saying your you're talking about your ice your ice shit, or are you talking about like your? Like if if I just put pinch out a massive log in the middle of combat and I suddenly have like a truncheon, like I'm like, all right, you think you disarmed me? What? Oh, you mean like it's some sort of melee? No, I'm gonna disarm you. Get it? It's not a biological hazard. It's it's an actual physical. You could bludgeon someone with it. You could literally throw your own shit at each other like monkey. What is fake in your anus that you're passing these these rigid these Offensive weapons, basically. Oh, uh, that's the scat. That oh, that there, there comes the scat. And okay. the trolling opportunities <laughs> are endless. I would shit myself constantly, like <gasps> because I'm not ruining my pants. I just shit myself and have the thing drop down my leg. It's like, oh, I dropped my ice cube, and then just put it, and then just put it in my drink and watch people look horrified. <laughs> Clean apart from the shit in it, honestly. The, the actual slime itself is. Well, I mean, you, know, you say apart from the shit, and that's quite a big thing. I mean, <laughs> so it's not really clean, is it? My point being, if you just shit ice, then you, you could totally actually put in ice, ice water and drink it. And you. my bird from my pants, I break it into my drink and say, ah, cold drink now, and watch everyone look on just completely horrified. Oh god, Wonder, why did you have to ask that question? Oh my god! That was from oh. eight. That was from eighth, actually, not Wonder. No, but the other question that he wondered he just wrote in Twitch. <laughs> oh my yeah, god. It could potentially Stop. ruin anal sex. Oh what what's what's the question? Oh god, do you wanna read it? Or... Do you want me to read it? <laughs> yeah, go on, Brad, you, you read it. Ah uh, but the shit get produced far in when it's coming out, it could potentially ruin anal sex. Thank god I actually don't I'm not into anal sex, but anyway. <laughs> I mean, it would cool you off, certainly. <laughs> but, like... Uh, ben, ben, ben is dead. Okay. Like, uh-huh. like, fucking... You'd be like, wait... Dude, girl, girl, is this ice? Am I hitting up against ice? I don't know. Uh, I, I think this is... <laughs> oh, boy. I can't find a recovery right now. Good lord, indeed. Like, uh, that was just one question about shit, and we talked about you it for like You wouldn't shit out ice cubes either. They'd be the they wouldn't it be yeah, like they're nice square ice cubes. It would be funny if they were just square ice cubes. Yeah, like rounded <laughs> squares. Wouldn't it be like I don't know? Wouldn't it be like slightly starfish shaped? Is your Is your shit stuff starfish shaped? I'm a, yeah, I'm a man. Your shit is starfish shaped. That's kind of weird, Nick. I'm not gonna lie. Go we'll see a doctor if your shit is starfish starfish shaped, or if you're shitting ice. No. <laughs> I'm looking at the Angus opening, and doesn't that kind? Of, I mean, the term chocolate starfish. Yeah. It looks like it. If you pull your ass cheeks apart and look at it, it looks like a, ch- a fish with shit on it. It's not an accurate. It's over to pull your ass cheeks apart. Fucking like this isn't a hard concept, Enigma. You, you, I, I'm assuming you've took, you've taken one shit in your lifetime. So does it look weird? Does it look like those fucking Play-Doh things you squeeze through holes? <laughs> I hope not. I could build log cabins. <laughs> Literal log cabins. Okay, sure. Oh God. Alrighty. Next question. So 
Eighth has a request for you. Make airplane make make airplane noises and call me daddy. Oh god. Okay. How do I make an airplane? Which what airplane noise to make? Daddy! Fucker Mark three try plane. What? <laughs> uh, that's a little too early for that's a little too, I remember I'm over two one man. Oh, okay, okay, that's right. Uh, so yeah, sorry, I don't Daddy, daddy, daddy. Sorry, that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> there you go, Wade. <sighs> that's enough for your fantasies. Oh god. Alrighty. Fucking uh Martin Luther Parks asks, are you a necrophile? No, just flat no. <laughs> and I, I'm pretty sure he's asking this sarcastically. Why do you talk so irritatingly quickly? And I don't think so, considering we I, have people who've talked very irritatingly quickly. On really? I thought I was talking too Aragon, quickly, to be honest. Fucking Aragon. I love him to death. But, I, so, I, I actually, like, you, you kind of get to Aragon levels, but Aragon is like, he has this special ability where he can breathe in and talk at the same time, so he can just do one... <laughs> long sentence and it just keeps yeah, going like it's really stop, amazing you will stop and take a breath and reassess what you're gonna say he will literally breathe while he fucking talks it's it's, so, it's, it's mind-blowing wow. it's honestly like like not even mad at him we're just like this is amazing like, <laughs> <laughs> so basically he's read from overly sarcastic productions i guess there you go does anybody know that reference? Never mind. Um, yeah i why do i talk here i thought i was actually doing too quickly today um I I've always been talking fast. That's the truth. And there's nothing I've been trying to change that. Talk slower sometimes. And not uh, much to say, so little time. Yeah, pretty much. And yeah, so I think fast, that's the thing. So No, I talk fast when I get nervous, mm -hmm. so I totally get it. Yeah, but for me it's not even because I'm nervous, it's because I just think fast. <laughs> there you go. So there's not your always, answer, good sir. Not always to my benefit, admittedly. <laughs> Fair, fair, fair. Now, move on to Mobile Sam, who simply asks, how do you feel about potatoes? Oh, I freaking love them. I, I love potatoes. I like fries, I like potatoes, I like baked potatoes. Mashed potatoes are great. Uh, yeah, I love potatoes. Uh, but I do have mixed feelings about the Irish. Oh god, the Irish. Oh my god, the Irish are like, not the mixed feelings. Not... I, I know a little bit about Irish history, and I'm like, holy shit, you guys got it rough. Just, just, I'm just, post a Zuko mean and go, that's rough, dude. Or that's rough, man. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah. That, <laughs> okay, what's the next question? Next question, we move on to a random fast reader who asks, what are your thoughts on Gen 5 of MLP? What is Gen 5 of MLP? What's coming out, allegedly. Oh, I haven't been actually trying to search up because I, it's all speculation. I'm not going to make an assessment until it actually comes out. There you go. There have been some leaks, and I'm not sure how accurate they are but exactly so i'm not I'm gonna yeah assume, i'm gonna assume they are in this case in which case maybe i mean i'd have to I'd have to really see if it kind of holds the same magic that gen 4 and 4.5 sort of had or gen I mean, 3 just, and gen 4 i think is it is we did we did the seat did, did magic start with gen 4 or gen 4 gen 4 gen 4 gen 4 gen 4 okay so, and then um then across girls yeah yeah. I genuinely a related question. Did anyone see the sort of stop motion short they Hasbro put out a couple of Is weeks ago? Is that the one where they fucking made when they went all Teen Titans Go on this? No, that's um, Pony's Life. Oh, okay. yeah, that's Pony's. 
No, it's all my Pinkie Pie drank a load of random potions. I've got... seen the one where it's like a 3D Pinkie Pie running a, a host. I can actually, so mm, maybe oh. gotta catch that one. Catch on that one. I watched it. I was, I was quite drunk, and it was a bit. It was a bit like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, no, genuinely, it was a bit bizarre. It, it was definitely not Gen Four. It was very much aimed at children. Mm. I hope that's not what Gen Five is going to be like. It was a bit. Oh God. Yeah, it was a bit. What's the word? I don't. know. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Like, like Lauren had one pretty good idea when she was doing. Um, she really wanted that epic setting, which yeah. is basically allowed the, the fandom to go absolutely wild. Oh yeah, with all the fanfics that have got this whole grand yeah, world. It's definitely... But also the artwork, because uh, as I think I'm, because I don't have to mention this yet here, but I mentioned it before my presentation at the con was that Bronies are a visual fandom. We don't like to talk a lot about fanfiction authors, actually. Um, the fan... Really? Yeah, we're a fairly visual fandom, but considered like how read fanfics in the Brony community, not that much. Honestly, I suppose that. I suppose we're a lot more yeah. fanfic oriented than a lot. I feel like we are, but we also are a lot more. Vi- we're also very visual, and especially. Oh no! Yeah, there is absolutely a focus on general art when you go to like cons and everything like that. Absolutely, one hundred percent. But yeah, just I don't know. Compared to like other communities, proportionality and as a whole, it just seems like we are more fiction oriented. I think there's a little bit more crossover. I think in how the because uh yeah I think there's a lot more crossover. I think maybe because of the art. Which cover pictures are a big deal. Yes, they and so, are. And so, therefore, there's a lot more crossover between fanfiction artists and fanfiction. Oh, sorry, fanfic. Uh, fic, sorry, uh, fan artists and fanfiction authors who have to collaborate in order to create like you know interesting pieces of media like Fallout Equestria and Bastions. Mm. I feel like that's why. But it, yeah. my, I think that that's why. But that's my guess, and that's not like I can't. I don't have any source of that. No, it's true. I mean, as I got, like, at least halfway through my career thus far, like, fucking, I feel like an integral part of my stories is just being able to commission some art and just, like, really portray a pic- the picture I'm trying to show. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I totally get it. I mean, if you mm-hmm. think about when it first started, it, it sort of seemed to be this sort of rapid children's show. The the, the world it's created and the, the whole breadth of the art and everything is quite amazing, isn't it? It is. It's and weird, and it's like, and this is the kind of reason why I keep returning. I always take, I sometimes take breaks from it, and I, you know, and I kind of set to the point of like, I'm kind of always going to be around on the site, even writing actively writing fan fiction on it. Yeah, because it's just Same, probably it's just nice to read new ideas and just like people keep creating stuff, and it's always like surprising, and it's like, what you what like the one I've been reading one story. Story where Wanderer, Wanderer knows this, our solo brony, um, worked with him to create a situation where Cozy Glow got redeemed, but it's got some portal magic to go with it. It's a really good story. It sounds confusing, and I have no idea how to summarize it. Basically, Cozy Glow gets redeemed because she was a hero in an alternate universe, but then she managed to finally return to her own universe in the aftermath of, you know, T Rex and Chrysalis being bad people. And now she has to live with, you know, being good, but also used to be being evil. And it's a really great story. It's not even, it's really, really like underrated, but like, I think it's called, um, I think it's called, uh, the, it, start with uh, the hero, Cozy Girl. 
yeah, that's start with that and then see what happens. Yeah, I'm dropping a lot of fake recommendations in this in this one. Yeah, uh, yeah. we all like this, fake recommendations. Yeah, I, I, I just see like that a lot of people need to read other stuff. Like I, I'm yeah. happy, always happy when people read my stuff, mm-hmm. but I know that I'm not the type to revise like and continue writing fan fiction because I've after this one I'm like I, I've reached a point where I'm like maybe a one shot or two. Uh, maybe right. like I hell I published my first fucking cop. <laughs> yeah, I first I I published my first cop. Beautiful. Was but it what, good? What, I well, people seem to like it. Uh, people seem to like it. I don't know if it's good or not. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I, I always come back to the fan like a little bit, but I'm not gonna like. But uh, but and so that's why I keep recommending things to people because I just think yeah. that there's so much good stuff out there. That oh, unfortunately, good, just yeah. by timing, by timing, you know, because the fandom was growing so wide and massively back then that it was just easy for a lot of it to get swept under. To 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 a lot of initial people who got in who got a lot of press. They got a lot of press because, like, again, partly because of timing, partly because they were damn. Right, right. But like, timing was a bit of a factor in there. Yeah, it because was, it was, yeah. Or if you tapped into or. If- for me, it was just tapping into a market that I had no idea that was that there was a demand for, which was the first Metroid story I did, and mm-hmm. and I just kind of went from there. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I one hundred percent agree. It's either timing or something else. But talent wasn't part of it. Like, yeah, some great fucking stories getting pumped out right now, and yeah, shame I made. I need to read a lot more. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. And for me also, it's just like 2020s, like Priest would say, is going to be more of a year of topping mm-hmm. things off, finishing mm-hmm. some stuff that I want to finish. And I think I only have like one more major story, like Ooh. several hundred thousand dollars right. planned. And I'm not sure what I'm going to do after that. We'll, we'll figure that out. Well, go original then. Why not? You got, you got yeah, skills. You got platform. Why I intend not? to at some point. I intend to at some point. Mm, just finish an original story. That's what my plan is. Finish an original story. There's there no place to stop but now. Exactly. Ooh, we got a question from uh, Prime Soaring again, who asks, uh, "What's your favorite Hamilton song?" Well, oh, before we did, I, I forgot to, we didn't answer the random star reader. What princess would you marry? I think. So would I answer that first? Um, where where was that? That you know what the one oh, we just right, said. Um, no, we we we'll we'll, we'll we'll address that afterwards. That's no, okay. that's no problem. I so, what's my, favorite Hamilton, uh, what's my favorite yeah. Hamilton song? What's my favorite Hamilton song? Uh, uh, what was the one that? So, nonstop is one. And then El- the one that Eliza sings when she meets Hamilton, um, crap, I can't remember saying the name. Like the name's just blanking out my head. So yeah, nonstop is my favorite because you know nonstop is amazing. Uh... Helpless, yes, helpless is the one I really like. Yeah, that it's it, the title makes sense in context when you actually listen to the song. It's yeah, helpless and nonstop are my favorite ones. Perfect. Well, there you go, Prime Soaring. And then we move random fast. Who asks, which of the princesses would you marry? Celestia. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, Celestia. Would it be I Celestia? Mean... Celestia or Alternia? Let's be real here. Would I marry Alternia? That's a good ass question, actually. Um, I don't know. Like, whenever I imagine marriage to one of my characters, I always have to actually say yes and i'm not sure 
Like, I would totally marry Alternia or Celestia. But I'm not sure if either would say yes. And she's like, like a... Yeah, if she's a changeling, she could be anyone. But the, the, here's the thing. It's like, part of, for me, the marriage fantasy is like... The consent part of it is very much part of my fantasy. So, like, if they said yes, then that's kind of the yes. But I'm not sure if they would. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, for true. me, that type of... Oh, I want to marry that person. Yeah, but I really want them to really like me. Yeah. And really like the heart for me. That, that turns me on. You wouldn't be able to say, oh, I have a thousand followers on film fiction, because film <laughs> fiction wouldn't exist in, in this world. No. Oh. <laughs> so, I yeah. your story, girl. Oh, yeah, uh, I created you, bitch. Yeah, but that kind of makes it kind of weird, you know? Like, yeah. You know, because just because I create you doesn't mean you shouldn't have a yes or no answer. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, that's slightly so... threatening as well, isn't it? Like, you know, I could yeah. create you, you. Exactly. So that's why I'm like that consent <laughs> that consensual part to it is like really, I'm really like, yeah, please, yeah. If you're gonna marry me, you gotta say yes. That's please gonna remember, I, I can always all control all delete you. <laughs> oh, I would prefer if I didn't actually have that power. There you go. Case, so yeah, um. Yeah, um, what else? Yeah, I, I can't see, I, I don't see myself with any of my characters. I always find it's like some weird form of incest, sort of. Like, I created you, you're like my creation. It's like, I, it's just like, it was why I've never created, like, I can never create like a self-insert with a, with an OC or something like that. It just, it's just almost yeah. weird to me. It, Where it's weird, just like, oh my it? god, yeah. like, Stella's my waifu, or oh my god, Schneebloom is my waifu, and I'm like, cool, it's fine, awesome, whatever. I could never say that about my own characters, just yeah. so weird. I mean, maybe Sunset Shimmer, maybe, but I don't know. It, it, the, part of it, the part of the idea is that I can't create something, have, like, you know, be married to someone that I created. Yeah, that's just weird. Yeah, so that's it's why just... I said, it's just like, other people can say my characters are the that's totally and I'm honored, but for me to say my own, some people are like, oh, is Stella totally your waifu? I'm like, no, why? It's like a sort of intellectual incest, isn't it? Yeah. yeah that's, that's a good way to put it, Elect intellectual, like, it is. intellectual property incest. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that's exactly I how this went, yeah. Um, just like, I may create my character that caters to a certain fantasy of mine, but lower, lo but I doubt, but so it's just like, Wow, would you totally be with them? No, bitch, hold up. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Yep, 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 <laughs> yep. I don't know about that, my guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, there we go, and uh, I think that does it for all the questions. Let me double... Oh, whoa, wait, wait, wait. There's more. Other, other, other guy hey, asks, speaking of marrying a changeling, in your stories, do changelings have ovipositors? No, actually. I, I, I kind of imagine changelings as... Magical versions of ponies with exoskeletons. That's how I imagine them in my in my stories. It, right. It, it was not, and that was not because I just sort of what happened when I wrote that story was that I was treating changing as ponies, and the whole whole message underlining that was that because there's a very strong, if and spoiler alert, anti-racism uh, message in that first story. Mm -hmm. Because I, well, put it bluntly, I'm a minority in my own country. So uh, you can understand why I why I went with that that, that particular um, multicultural method, and so I always just sort of imagine as ponies. Ironically, that it, uh, technically that actually is not particular. I don't know what's more. 
the thing is, I always just imagined him as something a little more familiar. <laughs> and so, therefore, ponies, but exoskeletons, and have magic. But they operate differently. And for you, did they lay eggs, or did, were they actually live births? Oh, we actually established that really early, that they had live births. <laughs> okay, okay. Those were literally in the second or fourth chapter of the story, I asked uh, Celeste Alternia, do you, uh, I think it's Twilight, asked Alternia, oh, do you lay eggs? Alternia's like, had this whack ass image of Christmas laying a bunch of eggs, and she's like, Nope, nope, nope. Yeah, that, that's how I established that one. No, yeah. they do not and then, eggs. and then season eight kind of said, yep, that's exactly what happens. They're eggs. So, oops. Oh, yeah, that, that was weird. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, uh, that's also my favorite thing about this stuff. Like, stories I wrote years ago or parts of it are being invalidated by modern canon. I'm like, no. fuck. Fuck, indeed. Um, for me, it was easy because I wrote an alternate. And so I could be like, alternate universe. Yeah. Have fun. <laughs> and that's when uh, Faust created the alter alternate universe tag. There you go. <laughs> so, and uh, let me just do a quick refresh. Just double check. And... Oh, there's some, there's, some there's, some Twitch, uh, there's some Twitch questions also. Yeah, one last Twitch question. Uh, yes. When did you realize Alternia had a female romantic partner? Had had okay. a female romantic partner. Okay, so that's requires some context for readers who are not familiar with my... Um, so the verse I wrote was, you know, with Alternia and being Celestia aka Changeling, being, you know, Celestia, was when I wrote that story, initial story, and then I'm a history mate, I was studying history, and I'm a history master, as I mentioned previously, so I'd love to just flesh things out. Mm. And so as I started fleshing things out, I obviously started thinking, like, Alternia is now a thousand-year virgin. Like, just no. No, that's just, eh, that's not the story I want to tell. Like, I got the feeling, like, what happened was I got the sense that she's the alternative is never up into like uh up into my recent story. Into my recent story, she never had sex into sex out of her like out of her disguise. So in that sense, she's a virgin, I guess you can uh, yeah, in that sense, she is a virgin. Well, she was a virgin, but she has had sexual experience. And so like because I, I was like, no, that's not the story I want to tell. That's so weird. Like a thousand year old prude, like, oh uh, that's just no, it was not only just yeah, I just that just gave me creeps, that type of storyline. And so I was like, okay, so a thousand years, okay, over the course of a thousand years, she had a few lovers. But that's a thousand years. She, of course, would have experimented, you know? Um, yeah, she would have experimented uh, with, uh, you know, female, with female and males, because I've had a thousand years to rule the phone. I, not necessarily I have to pick up the best mares and stallions, but, you know, I can have the freedom to, you know, choose, dabble. And so, as I started writing that history out, I began to realize that there was a, a, that there was a character that Alternia really loved, like, had that person. It was this character called Vogue, which nobody's heard of, pretty much. Basically, she's like, I, I, I sort of characterize her as the first royal guard captain, well, 500 years into her reign. First, and she had the she had the blonde mane and the white coloration, you know, that royal guards used to have in season one and two. And so, I when I characterized this person, I started fleshing her out like scrappy, but noble, like sort of a diamond in the rough Aladdin character. I realized that it would be this particular pony that would make Alternia really fall in love with to the point that she's willing to she that they eventually she would become the first like princess consort. In like in my verse, that is. So again, when I developed that idea, these character ideas, I don't necessarily, I, I didn't don't necessarily like have the whole idea. 
But when I realized she had that particular female character would be her lover, that's sort of organically developed. If you can, if you can explain it, yeah. Right. No, it makes total sense. So yeah. There you go. And I think that yeah, that does it for all the questions. I believe, unless the chat has anything for. Yeah. Speak now or forever hold your peace. Oh my god, sorry. I have to hold on a second. My I got call. Let me just get that. Hold on a second. Sorry about that. Live phone call on stream. That can be quite exciting. Let the chat, yes. you know, decide what we'll say. Yes. Rolling rolling dubs determines what we say, what's on the call. <laughs> Oh God. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, parental, you know, parental stuff. Uh, yeah. Anyway, what else? Um, I think that's actually it. And that's... checking the checking the time, we're actually pretty close to. Oh, what? I'm, of I'm course. Wait, hold on. Wonder. Uh, one. Of course, wonder. Is oh God. What it? Or what? What did wonder? Just... What, what did wonder ask? <sighs> you said. What is Alternia's fetish? I, that's a good question. I have not thought about it actually. Um, is it inflation? No. <laughs> does she like a lot of white? Does she like a lot of white stuff? I would not be surprised. Um, okay. yeah. Okay, can that be a fetish? Uh, no, uh, no, creamy white stuff, obviously. Uh, oh, sour cream. Can that be? A so fetish? she loves Twinkies. I feel like she would eat. I, I haven't actually thought about it. That's the thing. I, I've never actually pictured a clot fic with Alternia. I pictured canon characters with clot fics, but I've never actually pictured a clot fic with Alternia. It's a bit bluntly. It's just something about intellectual property perving. Yeah. Really ticked me off. And so if, if I had to take, like, from a character standpoint, I would say, um, I don't think she would have a fetish. She's like she's about to change thing. Like we're Sorry, not, what? <laughs> she would not have again? to have a. I don't think she would have a fetish. A fetish. Like she <laughs> experimented, and here's my character reason. And you can take this as canon from word of God, word of author. She has already experimented with a bunch of different fetishes at yeah. at different points in her life with different lovers. But like when you think about like. Everything she's tried, she's probably seen it all, and she wouldn't have a specific fetish that would get her off. Like, she'd be happy to experiment, and her, I guess, if you could call it a fetish, it would be, if her lover's getting off really much, like, really really hard getting off, like, female or male, she'd get off of that. Like, you know, making that type of control play, I guess that control play of her making sure that her lover is clearly enjoying it would be the one that would get her off. Yeah. But that's not really a fetish, that's just a sex thing. Makes sense, makes sense. So, yeah, you see what I mean? Like, it's not really... That's why I can't say that she would have <laughs> Right. Her fetish is kink-shaming. Uh, no, no, it would... Nah, she wouldn't be. Nah, it wouldn't be. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> 
Oh, yes, baby. I'm Let it hail to... on me. I would definitely tell you that scat does not factor into that. Oh, yeah. Uh, you're going gonna to lay that ice on me? Oh, you code. Oh, you code bastard. You code bastard, Wandy. You're as cold as ice. Uh, Willing to sacrifice our love. You gotta show yourself I no longer. Frozen 2 is great, by the way. Uh... <laughs> there you go. What? Oh, God. What did Riddle Drew? I'm, I'm okay. I hope it's Scat. Oh, no, even worse. <laughs> Sour cream. What? <laughs> I guess food, uh, food would possibly play into it. Food might, yeah, food might play into it, to be honest. Oh, my God. I'm not even sure if I should. Uh, I have this thing where I, I showed a fan art of all, like, all Princess Celestia, Change and Queen stuff. So I would like to do this, except I'm not even sure if I could. Show like compile all the art we're gonna show. I think but, you, like, you can. I guess I could. More minutes, so if you have any on hand, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll compile it later when I have time because I have to like uh, got chores and duties to attend to. Oh, right, right, right. You know how to, you know how it is, but oh, yeah, I'm gonna just for the laws for the laws. Thank you, Riddle, for all that beautiful art. Uh, fa oh, favorite Frozen Two song. Um. Oh yeah, there's a chat that's saying uh, favorite Frozen Two song. Show yourself. Let it go. So, show, go. Yourself. No, show yourself. Show yourself. Show yourself. And uh, the right uh, the next right thing. Yeah, show yourself and the next right thing. Though if you have to, yeah. Mm -hmm. Alrighty then. So we are done. I guess. I think. I think that does it then. It does. I uh, thank you for having me, guys. And yeah, yeah, yeah guys. Sorry, nobody, none of the girl show up. No, none of the girl show up. So, yeah, thank you for having me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, uh, everyone. This has been the Barcast. Thanks for tuning in very much. Your bartenders for this evening have been Alex underscore. Uh, uh, great. It's been Enigmatic Otaku. You know, it's a great way to start your own website. Try GoDaddy. It's been with milk. <laughs> I don't think, I don't even have a meme at the end. I'm sorry. <laughs> and uh, and that's been Squarespace with and I'm Squarespace. Oh. <laughs> and Ren, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. It's been it was it was fun. I have not had this much fun in a while. And it was a it was more than a pleasure to have you on by all means. So. In that case, everyone, this has been us. You have been you. Fuck you. Have a good night. <laughs> good night! I love you.